the Old Testament, New Testament, and Gospel will be read from the Amplified Bible. The Collect and Psalm will be read from the Episcopal Church Book of Common Prayer. Give us grace, O Lord, to answer readily the call of our Savior Jesus Christ, and proclaim to all people the good news of His salvation, that we and the whole world may perceive the glory of His marvelous works, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Old Testament is from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 through 4. But there will be no more gloom for her who was in anguish, for with judgment comes the promise of salvation. In earlier times he treated the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali with contempt. But later on he will make them honored by the presence of the Messiah, by the way of the sea on the other side of Jordan. Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who walk in spiritual darkness will see a great light. Those who live in the dark land, the light will shine on them. You, O God, will increase the nation. You will multiply their joy. They will rejoice before you like the joy and jubilation of the harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil of victory. For you will break the yoke of Israel's burden and the staff on their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, as at the battle of Midian. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The psalm appointed for the day is Psalm 27, verses 1 and 5 through 13. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? One thing have I asked of the Lord, one thing I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble he shall keep me safe in his shelter. He shall hide me in the secrecy of his dwelling, and set me high upon a rock. Even now he lifts up my head, above my enemies round about me. Therefore I will offer in his dwelling an oblation with sounds of great gladness. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hearken to my voice, O Lord, when I call. Have mercy on me and answer me. You speak in my heart and say, Seek my face. Your face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not your face from me, nor turn away your servant in displeasure. You have been my helper, cast me not away. Do not forsake me, O God of my salvation.
The epistle is from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10-18. through 18. But I urge you, believers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in full agreement in what you say, and that there be no divisions or factions among you, but that you be perfectly united in your way of thinking and in your judgment about matters of the faith. For I have been informed about you, my brothers and sisters, by those of Chloe's household, that there are quarrels and factions among you. Now I mean this, that each one of you says, I am a disciple of Paul, or I am a disciple of Apollos, or I am a disciple of Cephas, Peter, or I am a disciple of Christ. Has Christ been divided into different parts? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Certainly not. I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one would say that you were baptized into my name. Now I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know if I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me as an apostle to baptize, but commissioned and empowered me to preach the good news of salvation, not with clever and eloquent speech as an orator, so that the cross of Christ would not be made ineffective, deprived of its saving power. For the message of the cross is foolishness, absurd and illogical, to those who are perishing and spiritually dead, because they reject it. But to us who are being saved by God's grace, it is the manifestation of the power of God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The Gospel is from Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 through 23. Now when Jesus heard that John the Baptist had been arrested and put in prison, he left for Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he went and settled in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the country of Zebulun and Naphtali. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee in the district of the Gentiles. The people who were living in spiritual darkness have seen a great light, and for those who were living in the land and the shadow of spiritual and moral death, upon them a light has dawned. From that time Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, regret past sins, live your life in a way that proves repentance, seek God's purpose for your life, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he noticed two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me as my disciples, accepting me as your master and teacher, and walking the same path of life that I walk, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him, and following his example. And going on, further from there, he noticed two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, 
in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them to follow him as his disciples. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him, and following his example. And he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people, demonstrating and revealing that he was indeed the promised Messiah. The Gospel of the Lord. On January 23rd, we celebrate the life of Phillips Brooks, Bishop of Massachusetts, read from a great cloud of witnesses. Writing about Phillips Brooks in 1930, William Lawrence, who as a young man had known him, began, Phillips Brooks was a leader of youth. He was the spirit of adventure in thought, life, and faith. To many who know him only as the author of Old Little Town of Bethlehem, this part of Brooks's life and influence is little known. Born in Boston in 1835, Phillips Brooks began his ministry in Philadelphia. His impressive personality and his eloquence immediately attracted attention. After ten years in Philadelphia, he returned to Boston as rector of Trinity Church, which was destroyed in the Boston Fire three years later. It is a tribute to Brooks's preaching and character and leadership that in four years of worshiping in temporary and bare surroundings, the congregation grew and flourished. The new Trinity Church was a daring architectural enterprise for its day, with its altar placed in the center of the chancel, a symbol of unity, God and man and all God's creation, and was a symbol of Brooks's vision, a fitting setting for the greatest preacher of the century. This reputation has never been challenged. His sermons have passages that still grasp the reader, though they do not convey the warmth and vitality which so impressed his hearers. James Bryce wrote, There is no sign of art about his preaching, no touch of self-consciousness. He spoke to his audience as a man might speak to his friend, pouring forth with swift yet quiet and seldom impassioned earnestness the thoughts of his singularly pure and lofty spirit. Brooks died in Boston on January 23, 1893. Brooks ministered with tenderness, understanding, and warm friendliness. He inspired men to enter the ministry and taught many of them the art of preaching. He was conservative and orthodox in his theology, but his generosity of heart led him to be regarded as the leader of the liberal circles of the church. Let us pray. O everlasting God, you revealed truth to your servant Phillips Brooks, and so formed and molded his mind and heart that he was able to mediate with truth, with grace, and power. Grant, we pray, that all whom you call to preach the gospel may steep themselves in your word and conform their lives to your will, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. Thank you.